Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive. Deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going. Going. The big leagues. Going. Going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye! He has done it! He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bat! Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang! Zoom! Go the fireworks! The fan. Welcome into this playoff wild card edition of the Hot Corner. Woo! As we are sitting in playoff baseball, it is the bottom of the eighth. Raise up 5-1. Runner on first, one out. 3-1 count. Uh, a little bit of a wild game. I'm sure we'll get into this in the next segment as this game is starting to wrap up. Uh, but hey, baby, it's playoff baseball. It is. And part of me is sad and part of me is happy. And the part of me that's sad is because... I realize that means that we're very close to baseball ending. Ah, uh, yes. I had that feeling of, and it, it, it. Here comes the wet blanket. No, I'm not trying to wet blanket it. I'm just that when I first realized on the last day of the regular season, I went, ah, hell. <laughs> ah, hell. Like the baseball season's ending. And now, you know, not everybody's team is out of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. So I still have baseball to watch. That means wow. a lot to me. Um, but it just it's a it's a it's an easy reminder to say hey baseball's almost over but the positive is that oh my god playoff baseball's here and every game is super intense and exciting and every pitch matters even more than it normally does and uh you live and die and breathe by every single second of these games it's kind of a little wild too because i think last week when we were doing this show there was there was still some uncertainty you know there was still kind of like you know there were some teams jockeying <clears throat> um to quote you um, and so we weren't quite sure. And then now we're here and you're kind of like after last night's game, which we'll get into tonight and the game currently finishing up right now, uh, you know, things seem kind of normal to me, at least in why, the sense, why normal in the sense of like, yeah, these are the teams. I don't think that there's really anything to be crying about if you're not in the playoffs. And I don't think, you know, if you're in, you can't be saying, why not us? Because you're in. We, we all believe in all of you. We've seen the Royals go to a World Series. Uh, we've seen the Giants win a World Series from the wild card. Like, we're, we're here. We're ready to go. I guess, that uh, yeah, that's true. There's no more uncertainty. 
I mean, there is in terms of who's going to win, but there's no more, ah, who's really a playoff worthy or not. These are the teams that made it in. Yeah, uh, frankly, all of them were playoff worthy. Agreed. And I mean, you're watching a, a game right now between the A's and the Rays with teams who are almost to 100 wins themselves. Yeah. Mid mid 90s, where you had four teams in the league this year get to 100 wins. So these teams are certainly deserving of being here. Um, I will once again reiterate that a one game playoff sucks. Yep, I agree. I think it's really fun and intense if your team's not in it. So like these it's, last two days, I've really enjoyed the game. It's Excellent entertainment value. Yes. But baseball has never been down to one game unless you get that game seven. Right. So to me, it, it's, it is great entertainment value. The pressure on it is immense. I think it's a blast to watch. And if your team's not in it, it's a lot of fun. If your team's in it, you hate every second of it. I've done it two years in a row now. Um, but the, the thing that sucks about it is just make it a three-game series. I mean, come on. These teams deserve to get a chance to be beyond one game, I think. And I'm not sure that necessarily affects how intense it feels because it's still only a three-game series. Yeah, I agree with you on the three-game series because it's uh, very much, you know, if a team gets swept in that, it's kind of like the, the fool me once, uh, shame on shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. All right, you're eliminated now. And, yep. you know, it, you had your two chances essentially and you didn't win both games. So, and then if you get him tie one one and get that game three, then you know you get the same effect as the one game playoff, but it feels a little bit more fair. Well, it feels a little more like a game seven. Yes, yes. That, that's essentially what these one game playoffs are. You know, is a game seven. They're but, an instant game seven. Yeah, exactly. I will say though this, you know, if if as we sidetrack into you know is the wild card worthy or not the one game, I will say this for the most part they've been great games. Like the Rays, sure the Rays are up five one going in the top of the ninth. But this has been an exciting game. Uh, this one less so than yesterday. But, yeah, there's been well, exciting. I mean, yesterday, there's still some to come. No, I know. Yesterday didn't happen till late. I know. But I, I, from watching yesterday's game, I felt more excitement in the early stages than I did in this one. Fair. Um, once the Rays got up, what was it, 4-1, to one, it was kind of like, oh, boy. Because the, the A's got on base a lot early and then kind of slowly drifted away from getting on base pretty frequently. Uh, but it's been good baseball, of course. It's a... That's that's what I was saying is every pitch matters. And I saw a great tweet earlier from a friend of mine that said nothing worse in baseball than dying a slow death. Yeah. And that's what Oakland's doing right now. They're they're yeah. not they're not putting up a ton of fight and as an Oakland fan I feel like that's the worst feeling whereas the Nationals kind of got it felt different last night. It felt like the Nationals still were in it cuz it was a 3 to 1 game. Right? And it's crazy cuz both teams are are at home. And you kind of felt that the Nationals had that home crowd vibe going yes. for them. But, and you don't really get it in Oakland, which leads me to my next point. We were, I was watching most of this game with some buddies. I did get to catch some Dan Shulman a couple times on the radio, which just warms my heart every day when I get to listen to him on the radio. Which fans are lucky. Talking about baseball. Uh, but we were laughing while we were watching this game. It's like winner, go, winner gets the Astros, loser moves to Portland. Is that how this game should be? I, I 100% agree that's how it should cause be. Because that sounds great. I'll take the A's. <laughs> I'll take whoever. I don't yeah, care. I'll take the A's. I'll, I'll take the Rays. I don't care. I'll take a team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll just, it's anybody, anybody, whoever wants to be around, let's do this. Oakley Dokley. Well, we got a great show lined up for today. These are some of our most favorite times to do this this little radio show of ours. We say that a lot, so I think we just kind of like doing this show. Yeah, maybe we just like doing this show. <laughs> uh, but these are the kind of shows that just kind of do themselves. So as we kind of sit back, finish this game, and talk about what's to come over the next month, 
We get a month of this. It's so great. That is nice. Um, instead of three months like other leagues. <laughs> um, so we've got a lot to get to. We got we got to preview the, both NLDS. We'll preview both ALDS. I want to get a little Angels talk in this that we can tie into. Maybe a little Cubs here. Spoiler alert. Uh, you know, and some other little knickknacks going on throughout the league. You can always text in the Better You Today text line. That's 55305. That bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. If we like what you say sometimes, hey, we even say it on the air. Um, also, uh, you can find us on social media. Mike's at Mike Lynch 27. You can find Joe, our fantastic producer, Joe Fisher on Twitter at Joe fish. That's F I S C H three. You can find me on Instagram at P D D zero eight five. Speaking of Instagram, you can also follow our little podcast, the beers on us podcast at beers on us on Instagram. We'll start a three week series on distribution. That'll drop tomorrow. I'm really, really excited about this. We're finally doing a little series of some stuff. We're going to talk to Shane from Point Blank tomorrow to get kind of uh, the middleman's view on stuff. We'll talk to a big boy's view on stuff and a little guy's view on stuff. I think it'll be really cool. And you can download that podcast wherever you get podcasts. Um, except where, for Spotify. You won't find it there. Except for that, because we don't like them. Except for I use them every day. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I think our attention probably turns to where you want to start. You want to start last night's game? You want to start this game right now? We got to start with last night's game. Joe. Our fantastic producer, Joe, just called an audible. Joe, no. There's no audibles. <laughs> Byron looked amazing yesterday. Slash Stop Tottenham it. looked really bad. Wow. Seven goals. Wow. Liverpool wow. looked really good and then really bad and then fine today. Hey, Salzburg's got some players. Did you notice Sadio Mane and Keita did not celebrate when they scored goals? Used to play at Salzburg. That's called respect. Okay, well, that's enough Champions League talk. Look, hey, we're, that- we're, in, we're in playoff baseball mode, okay? I, I I have not watched the Champions League yet. I'm sorry to offend all of you soccer fans out there. I would say I accidentally hit that uh, hockey there, but uh, I definitely did. All right. And that's your Champions League for the week. Stay tuned as we get past group stage. We might have a little bit more. All right, when we come back, let's dive into Nationals, Brewers, and an instant wildcard classic last night. We'll do that next. This is Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Eight fourteen here. This is the Hot Corner. We do this bad boy every single Wednesday night. Ray's A's going to the top of the ninth or bottom of the ninth. Excuse me. This is the A's last chance. We'll keep you updated on that. Well, we're in the top of. Top, oh, for some reason. Oh, top two outs. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I thought they finished it. I wasn't paying attention. I got really excited. Uh, let's start with the little doozy we had last night uh, as the Nationals defeat the Brewers 4-3 to three to advance to the, Amer- to the National League Division Series against the Dodgers. And this was an interesting game. And as we walk through it real quickly, uh, Max Scherzer gets kind of hit in the beginning. Didn't really expect it, but I kind of expected kind it. of expected it because that's like status quo for the well, Nationals. Here, here's the thing, and we can start there. I think that it's a good place to start. Everybody was saying, "Oh, Nationals are throwing Scherzer. He's great. He'll he'll pitch well." And I'm sitting there going, "Have you guys followed him in the last month of the season? 
because he had been wild. He had been coming back from injury, was not as good as he once was, was not as dominant, was giving up runs, was still pitching well. He's Max Scherzer, but mm-hmm. it was it was nowhere near the same Max Scherzer that we had seen in a while. And it was like, he's really just not at that point right now where I feel like he's that good to start this kind of a game. And I, I heard a lot of people, I think this was mostly from national fans, go, saying, why isn't Strasburg starting? Because he had been elite mm-hmm. in September. Yeah, he'd been really, really good. And he came in in the bullpen and proved that he was elite yep. in this game. I'm just going to go ahead and look and see if I'm 100% correct or crazy about this. No. So in the month of September, Scherzer gave up four runs, one, three, five, and four. Yeah. In the month of September. Doesn't sound like Max Scherzer to me. Now he struck out seven, nine, six, eleven, and ten. That sounds like Max Scherzer. But he's always been a strikeout guy, even when he struggled. Right. So earlier in the season, one zero, two, zero, one, one, zero. Like that was back to back to back starts. He was off in September. And him going into that game, I'm like, well, he's Scherzer, right? But the Nationals do have a propensity to, to blow it in the playoffs. They're not good. Uh we we'll find out if uh that continues to be the case because they maybe uh, exercised some demons there yesterday. Yep. But he did not pitch well. Mm-mm. He did not. He was wild. He had multiple walks. He didn't strike out as many guys as you expect. And he gave up that first inning home run and and really just kind of felt from there, or the first two home runs actually, in the first two innings, you're like, oh, no, <laughs> here we go again. Well, and I think I think one of the scariest things about it was it wasn't just that he was giving up runs. It was like, oh, my God. This is the Brewers I've seen since Christian Yelich has gone down. Yeah. And not to just say they didn't make it because he was out, blah, 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 blah. We don't got to get into that, which we can't touch on. But they jumped on him earlier, and, and I remember I had to work last night, so I didn't get to, you know, I watched extended playoffs, but I didn't get to really watch it live time until we got to, like, the stuff to watch. But uh, I'm looking up at the score, and I'm watching things happen, and I'm going, this is this Brewers team that just won't die. Are the Nationals blowing this, or is this just bad luck? That's kind of where my brain was, because Yelich goes down and you think, okay, the Brewers are done, Cubs will make it, Cubs-Cardinals, someone will win the division, the other will be the wild card, and the Brewers were like, no, we're not going away. Didn't they go like 18-8 and after Yelich went down or something like that? Something like that, that, something absolutely amazing. I mean, it also helped that the Cubs melted down, um, which we can get into later if you want to, but... I remember sitting, I just remember watching, saying, holy goodness, this team is on a mission. And you start to get those kind of like October feelings in you where you're like, maybe this is the run. Maybe this is that Royals team. We've seen or, it from the wild card. Yeah, yeah, we've seen this from the wild card. <clears throat> and then everything uh, everything settled down, and I think the big move is what you alluded to, and that was bringing in Strasburg because he was phenomenal. He was, and they were also talking about potentially using Corbin in the game as well if they needed to out of the bullpen. Well, I think I think the way the Nationals have played, the way that they were left for dead in May, and the fact that they came back and they're in this wild card game when no one believed in them, especially even before the season started, losing Bryce Harper. It's like, well, who is this team going to be? I think we found out who this team is going to be. So, of course, you got to throw Corbin if you have to because right. you've got to get to the next round. Well, and their bull, their bullpen wasn't good enough and still isn't good enough to win them a playoff series, in my opinion. So, putting those guys in there now, we'll oftentimes look at this and go, what are you, dumb? If you if you lose or if you win, now Strasburg's not going to be available to pitch either. Right? right? And if they'd put Corbin in too, it's like, what are you doing? Who's going to go? Maybe one of those guys would have thrown a minimum amount of pitches that you could still start him again in that next game. But 
I mean, it's a one game playoff. You got to win. Yeah, you got to throw all your cards in the table. I or, don't care. Or you, or you go home. I don't care if it doesn't make any sense for the future. If you don't win the game, there is no future, right? So I love that they put Strasburg in, and he just dominated. Yeah, absolutely he looked dominated. really good. And they shut down, and then all of a sudden the Brewers get into their bullpen. You know, I thought, you know, I thought Hader came in, and it was like, you know, a, a little bit in the back of my mind is which Hader are we going to get? But in my mind, I'm also thinking this is why the Brewers are in this game because they all believe they're all into it. And then Hader, after a while, just couldn't make pitches. Well, so you, you you talk to any Brewer fan, you talk to any baseball fan who's followed any of these teams, and you have Josh Hader in the eighth inning, and he's had multiple two out or two innings saves, excuse me, this year. You're going, the Brewers are exactly where they want to be. Mm-hmm. They wanted to give the ball to Hader in the eighth and ninth, they wanted to be up a couple of runs. To have a little bit of a little bit of room there for just in cases, and uh, you bring it to Josh Hader, and from the start you knew Hader didn't exactly have his A game stuff. Now his fastball was there; it was great. It was the same as it always is. Now his slider is a very important pitch for him. He could barely locate that thing. I think the only thing I saw him throw a strike with it, unless I'm forgetting the first batter because he got the first guy out, um, was that strike right down the middle of the Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. Zimmerman came into pinch hit and he just dropped a curveball in there because he knew he wasn't expecting it. He got a strike, but every other pitch was uh, that was a slider or a curveball, whatever it was, was out or just not moving that much or up. And you you knew he was throwing a fastball. Mm-hmm. And at that point, all of his stuff is amazing. And you saw that even in the Anthony Rendon at bat, where Rendon knew a fastball was coming three to one, got it on the inside part of the plate, and still fouled it off and was laid on it. You know how good his fastball is. Eventually, that's going to come back to bite you if you have nothing else to change speeds. And that's what we saw in the Juan Soto up at. Yeah. Soto came up, took a fastball. The slider came and was way outside. And, and I saw this on Twitter, and I actually I didn't see it live, but I saw it on Twitter and watched it back. He kind of smirks. There's a gap. hater. He, like, steps back and does this. That's what I was going to get to. Soto, this kid whose emotions are probably running way too wild, like, pull it back, kid. He, like, steps out of the box looks at him and kind of does this like almost slight Steph Curry shimmy and has this smile on his face that says, you can't locate your slider. Yep. Uh-oh, you're in trouble, buddy. Ne- next pitch, fastball, line drive right field single that turned into a horror show for Trent Grisham. Poor, <laughs> poor guy. Um, but, but yeah. That, but that's what it boiled down to is for the first time in a while, I would say, the Brewers, in a moment when you expected them to succeed, they failed. And in a moment where you expected the Nationals to fail, they succeeded. They succeeded. And uh, that was really, really interesting. And by the way, in terms of his emotions, Juan Soto got caught overextended past second base and then just danced in the rundown to get caught. Did not care. He did not care. I mean, that run could have been vitally important if he had got stayed at second and maybe someone else drives him in. If you're old school Davey Martinez, you're like pulling your hair out, but the crowd is going absolutely nuts. Right. And so it's easy. So you're just like, I'll have a slight conversation with him after champagne. Yeah, maybe. That underager after champagne. Just just know he's having himself a, uh, a Schweppes ginger ale instead. <laughs> um, just, that was the emotion right there as he was stuck in the middle of the base paths, but I mean, that, that was it. Hater couldn't locate his slider. They all knew he was throwing a fastball. I mean, he was a little bit wild, right? Mm-hmm. Rendon took three balls up in the strike zone. That walk that walk that Rendon got from him might have been the key to the game. No, to me, to me, the key to the game was the Ryan Zimmerman broken bat single. Yeah. 
because they had been boy, and that thing just snapped way like, at the handle. At the, handle. the thing with with that was they had, they had brought Zimmerman out to the on deck circle. Like also the cr- the crowd went nuts when they brought him out. Well, of course, yeah, I know, but it was just cool. He was their original draft pick. Um, he had gone up to the on deck circle like three or four times, and they pulled him back every single time. And this time they they put him in the game, and he delivered. The original Washington National delivered. Yeah. I mean, it was not pretty. It was an ugly inside broken bat fastball single in the center field. Hey, but but Luis Luis Gonzalez did that one time and won a World Series. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, there was also a question in that inning as well of why didn't Lorenzo Cain try to throw out Robles at third? Yeah, because he got the ball. Robles was rounding second when Cain got the ball, and he just lobs it into the infield. I mean. Maybe you don't want to risk someone going to second, but I'm sorry. When did Ryan Zimmerman turn into Mr. Wheels? He's not going to second if you're throwing <laughs> And when did Lorenzo Cain get hesitant? I feel like he's the kind of guy. He's having you know, a really bad year, so I, it might but, be in his head. Yeah, but he he's always the guy that I knew on the Royals that it was like, I'm running. I'm doing everything. I'm diving. I'm chucking balls. I'm doing everything I can to win. He's again. playing with a bucky ankle, and maybe that, that was in there. And maybe I don't know. I He's been really bad this year. Cool. Well, so well, I wonder mentally if he just yeah. wasn't in that kind of aggressive mindset this year. So Zimmerman gets on, and then Rendon takes a like brutal walk if you're the Brewers. Well, first, first Turner struck out on a terrible pitch. That was that was like, oh, no, Trey Turner K. But was, Trey, Tun- a- Trey Turner's going to get the love, though, because he's got the one run of the game. True. He's the only guy that's done something. I'm just saying, don't forget that that happened because you – Robles gets on, and then Turner with the chance is like he strikes out, and you're like, oh, yeah. crap. Yeah. Then Zimmerman, then Rendon with the walk, yeah. Yeah, Soto gets that hit, Zimmerman, you know, it, and then just something that's going to haunt that kid forever when it squirts by you in right field. That's one of those things. That ball landed, and I was like, base hit, maybe tie ball game. And Definitely then it, two outs, runners going. It would have been a tie game because they had pinch run for uh, Zimmerman. And and then you look and it squirts past him and you're just kind of like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And I could because I was it's the bottom of the eighth and that means, oh no, yeah, yeah. You only have three outs left. Yeah, and I'm kind of like I'm so caught up in that poor defensive play that I didn't even realize that Soto got thrown out. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even know. I had to watch the replay, and even the replays were just showing Soto's celebration at second. I know. I, I, I watched the hit, and as the uh, as the ball went past Grisham, and they were saying runner score, runner score, I got up to go to the kitchen for some reason. And I came back, and the inning was over. I was like, oh, it must have been like a one-pitch out, right? And then I, I looked it up on the phone, and it was like, no, no, Soto thrown out. I was like, what? There was, like, no talk about Soto getting thrown out on the broadcast. It was just pandemonium. Well, yeah, and and Rendon crosses home plate standing up. I mean, he was running, but he didn't look full speed. I mean, once once the ball gets past someone, you know. Yeah, like, you kind of know. Uh, one thing that I thought was kind of cool uh, that I will tip my cap to Nationals fans, and I'll end on this, was that they cut to the crowd, and those guys looked like English people after they had scored a goal at the World Cup. They were like, my beer? Screw this. Throwing beers in the air. It was a party at Nationals Park after Soto. And part of that is Soto's celebration. Is he's? We've talked about this going into the playoffs leading up. We were so excited to see all these young kids in the playoffs. Juan Soto delivered last night in terms of excitement and entertainment. He had that stadium in the palm of his hands. That he did. They were freaking out. 
That he did. Rays just wrapped up the 5-1 win. Marcus Simeon looking silly, swinging at a couple of outside fastballs. We'll get to this game next, I imagine. But yeah. uh, one yeah. uh, one other thought that I had yesterday. How on earth did a team that is regularly playing Howie Kendrick as Drupal Cabrera. Easy on the as Drupal. And Kurt Suzuki. How on earth did they make the, pl- the playoffs and then win the wild card game? No clue. Two of those th- Hell, all three of those guys I counted for dead like nine years ago. <laughs> I know. I forget as Dribble Cabrera plays in the league still. Right. I forgot Howie Kendrick played in the league until the game started yesterday. I was like, oh, that's right. Howie Kendrick's there. I don't. I had him on my fantasy team for a little bit. <laughs> now you know why I finished last. <laughs> that I do. That you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And, you know, the Philly or the uh, the Nationals, you know, kill some demons. They win a big game and they do it without Bryce Harper. Someone, someone I knew from college tweeted, what do you think Bryce Harper's thinking right now? And I responded, mm, $300 million smells really good. I don't think I don't think he gives a rip at all. No, I don't think he cares. <laughs> but those Nationals fans care. Yes, they do. All right. As the Rays wrap up defeating the Oakland A's in the American League wildcard game, that's where we shift our attention to next. But first, there's Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Back in here on the wild card edition of the Hot Corner as we're ready for playoff baseball. Tampa Bay Rays put away the Oakland Athletics 5-1 in kind of a strange yet entertaining wild card game. I'm going to be honest with you. I did not find it that entertaining. <laughs> That's why when you said that in the beginning, I was like, are you sure? Because I've been watching this whole game and it's been, uh, it's been raised dominance from the start. Well, I was, uh, the reason I said I was kind of entertained was a, I thought Charlie Morton after he got out of the first inning was pretty good. I thought, I thought uh, it looked a little shaky going into the second inning. I was like, Oh, this is about to be a bullpen. Yeah, game. Yeah. Cause he got bases loaded immediately in the first mm-hmm. inning. Yeah. I thought it was instantly going to be a bullpen game, which with these two teams, who knows what that could have been? So I was like gearing up. Raise up one of the best bullpens in baseball. So I was gearing up for something a little wild, but Charlie settled down, became cool as calm as he is, and got them the five innings that he needed. I was going to say, what I was very surprised about before the game was that uh, the A's were favored in the game to win. Oh, really? And <coughs> that's them choking. Choked. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that was – I think they were favored by default because they were at home, right? Okay. But I was looking at it, and it's like – They finally had a reason to untarp the upper deck. Sean Manaya, <laughs> right. Sean Manaya has played five games since coming back from injury all year. I think it was five. And only one of them was against a good team, the Yankees, who he pitched great against. And then he pitched against, like, the Tigers and the Angels and you know, just crap, right? He pitched really well. Right. Whereas Charlie Morton was one of the best pitchers in the American League all year. He was and I'm sitting there looking good. at this and going, so the A's are favored? The best pitcher not on the Houston Astros. Right, like former Houston Astro, Charlie <laughs> Morton, one of the best pitchers in baseball, is not favored to be a guy who's pitched five games since coming off of a massive uh, Tommy John surgery. That doesn't make any sense. And, you know, anything can happen in this kind of game. I was just looking at that and thought it was very interesting that that was the case. And it kind of turned out to be true because Manaya facing a good lineup, I mean, they just hit him all over the park in those first few innings. How about Yandy Diaz? 
I was hoping you wouldn't go there, but it was hard to ignore. I mean, he had two he went, solo home runs, including the leadoff shot. Both of them went to the exact same spot of the ballpark. He went three for Oppo four. Taco. He went three for four with two dingers and a single in a, in a crucial time that he got a single too. Yep. I don't think they scored off of it, but it was it was building momentum, kicking pitchers out of the game. I think what I thought was exciting about this before we get into like Yandy Diaz and how the Rays were was I thought that there were multiple times in which the A's looked like they were building momentum. There were a couple times where, like, Chapman would get a hit. Or later on in the game, Olsen got a hit. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, Simeon scored. He legged out that triple on that awful throw to first base uh, on that ground on that routine ground ball. Uh, then I'm thinking to myself, oh, uh-oh. And that could be the baseball, like, you know, lover inside of me. But I had these moments where I thought, uh-oh, here we go. Here comes this game. You know Maybe why I was riding off the night of last night, or again, just that October love. But I'm thinking to myself, oh, here we go. You know here why you go. thought that is because it was Oakland all year. Oakland's been able to do that. That's kind of been they were they were showing highlights before the game. I didn't actually know this. The A's had ten home walkoffs this year. Oh wow, ten. That's a lot. Ten out of eighty-one. How crazy is that? Those ten. Those tens. Uh, if you don't do those, uh, you you you're like kicking with the angels right now exactly so i think there that was just kind of part of that was the the a's they why are jay and silent bob on the screen right now because <laughs> they're at aew for the record we're watching aew's premiere tonight i'm interested gardner Minshew is in the house jay looks weird with his hair up by the way um anyway so oh, and kevin smith doesn't look weird 200 pounds lighter <laughs> still looks the same to me okay um but yeah so i think you just probably thought that because the a's are the a's right that's kind of what they yeah. do but to me, knowing how good the Rays bullpen was, it kind of felt like once they got that, I and mean, once the lead was extended to four, even before the last home run, once the lead was extended to four, I went, okay, or four to one. It's like, okay, that's the game's over. That's kind of how I felt. And sadly, that's how it was. No, no disrespect to Kevin Cash, because I actually am a big fan of Kevin Cash. I think he's a pretty damn good manager. Do you think Bob Melvin messed this game up starting Manea? No, I don't think so. Because who else would you have put out there? Maybe Mike Fires. Mike Fires. That was my thought. But Manaya was so good at the end of the year, and he is your ace, right? He is the staff's ace. He's your future ace. Well, he was the ace before he got Mike, Tommy John as well. I would argue Mike Fires throughout the season while Manaya was hurt was pretty good. Of course he was. But, you know, he threw, threw a new hit. Threw Oh my God! Threw a no threw hitter. a no hitter. Threw a new no 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 no. Um, so I mean, he, he had a good year, but Manaya is your ace. He was before he got hurt, and yeah. he everyone was worried how he's going to come back. Well, he came back pretty well in the regular season. I was I thought it was a smart move starting Manaya. Didn't work out, but in, before the game when they said they announced him as a starter, I was like, yep, that's who I would have. That's who I would have named. Do you think Melvin should have thrown in Mike Fires? a la Strasburg last night. No, I don't think so because Fires doesn't have bullpen stuff. Okay. Fires is a, He's a pitch starter. to contact, softer guy, uh, not in personality, but softer throwing guy. Whereas you bring in Petit. He's a hard-throwing guy. You brought in Liam Hendricks. He's a really hard-throwing guy. He has playoff experience, too. That 2014 ALDS game, too. He threw six shutout innings for the, dot, for the Giants. Really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, in 2014. Hmm. Look at that little Rolodex of a playoff number What's right up, there. dude? Pitchers, baseball, me, let's go. I, I think I he, saw it on TV. I I'm think he managed the game just fine. I think, honestly, the A's hitters choked. The A's have a good hitting team. They do. Not, not great, but good. 
Uh, I saw two to three double plays get hit into. Yep. Chris Davis could not swing at anything without oh, missing today. God, he was bad tonight. That, that last at-bat from Simeon there was horrific. Multiple sounds like out. A, sounds like a Chris Davis, I was going to say. It, both of them. Yeah. Swinging a lot of bad pitches. Oh, yeah. And then uh, there was also Profar multiple times getting out with runners on base. And he had a really good year for them this year, too, just swinging at pitches up out of the zone, uh, grounded into a double play once, I think, or, or almost did. It was just, it was not meant to be for Oakland. I think that was kind of the case is yesterday's game was a toss-up. And it felt like, I saw this tweet from, I think it was Ken Rosenthal, and it kind of got made fun of because it was really silly. But he goes, that wasn't a baseball game, that was an exorcism. That mm-hmm. was the, what the tweet was. Yep. And in my head, I'm like, it was definitely a baseball game, Ken. But <laughs> when I read it, I <laughs> was like. there, buddy. I was like. I mean, yeah, you're kind of right. They're, we they're, read your articles. We don't need clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> they're exercising your demons. That's what the Nationals were doing. Today felt like it was the Rays game. The A's yeah. didn't have a chance from the start. The second there's a leadoff home run, you're like, oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. Boy. And uh, that doesn't always, it's not always the case. But, you know, the Twins did it against the Yankees in the wild card game a couple of years ago. They had three runs in the first inning. And still lost the game because of Didi Gregorius. Thank you. I love you. Um, <laughs> but so it's not even necessarily a given, but it just felt different. And and we'll finish up with this with Yandy Diaz being the hero of the night or at least the spark of electricity. Uh, it's classic race. Who's it going to be today? Obviously, Garcia hit a two-run home run. Someday it's going to be Travis Darno, and then the other day it's going to be Choi. And it's yeah, G Man Choi, and or you know Kiermaier, the old vet on the team, steps up and does something, or you know Brandon Lowe, you know like there's there's so many guys on this team that can come at you from different ways. I feel like the Rays almost out aid the A's. Well, they did. Did you know that the uh, A's doubled the salary of the Rays this year? Doubled. So instead of uh, fifteen million, it was thirty million. <laughs> instead of fifty, it was a hundred. Oh, okay, all right. The Rays hey, got a hundred mil this year. The huh? Rays are at fifty. Wow, highest paid player. We found this out on primetime today. So if you weren't listening, you oh yeah, I, gotta I, be Charlie Morton. It is Charlie yeah, Morton. Yeah. Twelve or fifteen mil, I think. Twelve mil or fifteen mil. Second highest would be Blake Snell, except he's on his rookie's contract still. His his uh, extension starts next year. Oh, okay, all right. So you said this was classic Rays. I was looking over the postseason history. This is classic A's at this point. I mean, we already we've seen them now back to back wild card games. I have lost. this up on my screen right now too. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I've got some things written down here. They just showed this up on the screen, but this is their ninth straight winner go home game that they've lost since uh, 1990. They're 17 and 33 in the playoffs alone, and they're one and nine in playoff series. Six of those playoff series, they lost in uh, like 3-2 or 4-3, one, you know, the final game in the series. And uh, they're 4-9 and nine since 2012. Yikes. Here, remember this, that Leicester game against Kansas City? I do. KC came back to make the World Series, not win it that year. Yeah, yeah. And Leicester looked pretty good and then kind of fell off in the end. And then KC just rolled them. So... I have this in front of me from ESPN Stats and Info. Athletics and winner take all games in the Billy Bean era. 2008 ALDS, Yankees, lost. 2001 ALDS at Yankees, lost. 2002 ALDS, Twins, lost. 2003 ALDS, Red Sox, lost. 2012 ALDS, Tigers, lost. 2013 ALDS, Tigers, lost. 2014 wildcard at Royals, lost. 
2018 wild card at Yankees. Patrick, do you want to give it a guess? Ty? Lost. <laughs> and then 2019 wild card against the Rays, lost. They have lost their last nine winner-take-all games since 2000. Oof. That's, it's just insane. Oof. And all of them are in the first round of the playoffs, whether it was the ALDS before the wild card existed, and then now the wild card game. Oof. Oh, yeah, 0 and 3 in the wild card game now. Well, it'll be interesting to see where the A's go next year. See what I did there? See where they go next year? In case they're leaving Oakland. Nobody, just me. I don't think that's going to happen okay. next year. Okay, just me. Um, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do next year because they're going to return most of this team and they'll have AJ Puck, and that's their big guy. So we'll see what that does if they get over the hump. But I want to stick with this Rays train for a little bit and dive into their next opponent as we look forward to these division series and i want to start in the american league with astros a astros rays excuse me charlie morton returning to his old team do the rays still have some magic to beat the juggernaut that is the houston astros we'll do that next this is the hot corner on 1080 the fan This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Sticking with our playoff trend, I figured we just slide from the American League wildcard game into the winner takes on, maybe at this point, the odds-on favorite to win the World Series. Yes. I think Vegas has the Astros winning it. The furniture dude in, in uh, Houston sure does hope so. $3.5 million, was that what it was? Or yeah, 2.5? With a $7 million payout? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. I think <laughs> Harbaugh. Right, I think I Harbaugh would way. agree. You know, I think Harbaugh would even be like, "Yeah, I would agree." Anything? Uh, Thanks, Joe. Uh, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> I just want to be a tool right there for you. I'm sorry. I'm Com- sorry. Completed. Um, so the Rays will now tra- will now travel to Houston, where they take on the juggernaut of the Houston Verlander Cole Grenkies and uh, with a side of Bregman Springer Altuve's. Featuring that, yeah. Featuring, and if you're bored, we've got kids that are really good too. Yeah, Jordan Alvarez. No, don't forget Carlos Correa. Yeah. Is he healthy? He, they shut him down to make him healthy for the playoffs, so oh, let's yeah. hope. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, what are they going to do without Carlos Correa? Oh, yeah. yeah, just have everybody else in there. So we probably won't see Charlie Morton pitch until game three. I know everybody wants to see him in Houston, but I probably he probably won't pitch unless it's game five. I, I bet you you're going to see Snell game one. On a limited on a limited innings. He has not been very good this year. They'll so make him like an, an extended opener. Uh or, you, I mean, the Rays are the king of the openers. You might see an opener and then go to Snell. Well, in talking with, I've got a good buddy of mine who's a who's who's from Tampa, big-time Rays fan, and he's like, I he what he wanted tonight was Charlie Morton two innings, Blake Snell two innings, and then bullpen. So we might see that from the Rays game one just without Charlie Morton. And then I think you'll see Glass now game two. He has been hot, nasty filth to greatness since coming off the IL this year. He's and my favorite pirate of all time, <laughs> right next to Austin Meadows. And then uh, and then you'll see Morton in game three. So you'll actually get, if Snell pitches up to his, his potential and his eventual contract, um, you're going to see Verlander Snell. Which will just, I am like salivating. At. I'm just, again, I'm guessing. We don't know the rotation yet. Uh, Cole versus Glass now, and then Morton versus Granke. I wow. love it. Wow. I love it. That pitching matchup is 
so playoff sexy, it's unreal. Do you think the Rays can do it? No. Me neither. <laughs> we no. look at that pitching and you're like, that is so amazing. Rays getting smoked. <laughs> well, it's because the hitting is so much worse than the Astros. I know. I know. Now, if you want to look at it this way, right? Um, now, it's going to lean Astros, but you go, okay, starting pitching. Astros better than Rays, right? But not by much, but yeah, better. But better. Lineup. By far. Definitely Astros. Bullpen. Rays have the edge in bullpen by far. Yeah, I actually, I know they've been decent this year, but I don't love the Astros bullpen. And that may be because they're so good at everything else that I got to find something I don't like. Their bullpen has not been as good as they would have hoped. Uh, even Ozuna uh, has been kind of iffy towards the end of the year, blowing some saves here and there. Now they've got arms they can they can use in there. That'll be fine. And they have some of their starters. Well, I likely, you'll probably see Wade Miley out of the bullpen. And, you know, you might see Brad Peacock out of the bullpen, stuff like that. But oh God, they're loaded. Yeah, they are. But uh, you will not see Aaron Sanchez because he's out for the year. This is true. Uh, thankfully. But um, that's their only weakness is their bullpen's not great. Now, the Rays bullpen, I think, has the number one ERA in baseball and had a bunch of like top three stats for bullpen in, in the MLB. So if you get into a bullpen game, let's say it's the starters actually do what they're supposed to do, and it's like 2-2 going into the 5th or 6th. 2-2, 6th inning. Uh, then maybe you give the Rays the, the advantage, but you're throwing up G-Man Choi and you know Kevin Kiermeyer versus Jordan Alvarez and Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve and George Springer. And I'll, leave it at, I'll leave it at this before we slide over to the American League. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> uh, do the Rays have a chance at pushing this to 5? Yeah. Yeah? Sure. Well, it's baseball. I mean, that's... But that's your only reason, or do you believe that the Rays have a chance? I I would have believed more in the A's than the Rays. Okay, the that's what I'm interested in. I don't know if this stat's 100% correct. I saw this in passing on Twitter. I think in the last 10, the A's were 8-2 and two against Houston mm. that they played against each other. Um, so they, they kind of had them figured out in a little bit, at least the, the right way to play them, whereas I would have been more confident with them than the Rays. But... Just looking at the potential pitching matchups, yeah, I could go five games. I mean, Verlander's been giving up home runs all year. He's been great. But if he gives up a couple of home runs. I go eight innings and give up two runs. They're both bombs. Right. If he gives <laughs> up a couple of home runs and. All bets are off. Maybe it's three nothing early for the Rays and the Astros chip away. I mean, that's a game that they could win. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry you're not beating Garrett Cole right now. He's absolutely filthy. Uh, Zach Greinke, I think, is beatable. He's great. And he just almost threw a perfect game against the Mariners near the end of the season. But I think Granke is hittable and beatable. So you could certainly do it 100%. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be Astros in four probably. But, hell, it could be Astros sweep, right? Three games. It could be be done lickety split. But I think think the Rays could certainly push it to five. And I think as a neutral baseball fan in this series, I don't – I mean, I'd rather the Rays win because I don't want if the Yankees win them to face the Astros. But from a purely neutral standpoint, go five. It'll be fun. Yeah, why not? I was going to try to get into the other American League uh, series, but actually I think we got enough to talk about that. We'll just push it uh, to the 9 o'clock hour uh, or the 10 o'clock. Yeah, 9 o'clock hour. Jeez, this whole coaches show thing is just, it's killing me. I don't get it. We're just one hour later. Patrick. But it could be worse. You could be a Wazoo <laughs> fan right now. Uh, so we'll coming back, coming up in the second hour, you know, we'll dive into the rest of the other series. We got fair foul at the bottom of the hour too, and we'll try to cover everything we possibly can on this playoff edition of the hot corner on 1080 the fan T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.